Hello and welcome to Grain Insight, a CN update on getting your grain to market. I'm Stacey McCracken, and joining me is David Shednovic, Director of Sales and Marketing. David, we're going to talk about producer cars, but let's first cover how things have gone the crop year to date. Can we have a look at the results through September? Well, thanks, Stacey. Through the first two months of the 2020-21 crop year, CN moved 5.06 million tons of grain and processed grain products out of Western Canada via carload, compared to 3.92 at the same time last year and the three-year average of 4.08. Previous best was 4.36 million tons back in 2014. We've seen historically strong demand for grain movement in August and through September. Typically in August, CN will have upwards of 5,000 hopper cars parked because demand declines seasonally. Not the case this year. The second is dramatically improved harvest weather compared to last fall. Looking back at the 2019-20 crop year, some people might think that the single biggest decline in grain movement for an individual month might be November due to the labor disruption or maybe February due to illegal blockades. In fact, it was September, 325,000 tons below the three-year average. So harvest weather has cooperated in most areas and that's allowed the grain supply chain to take advantage of this capacity. I just want to take a bit of time too to recognize the efforts by our CN colleagues out in the field here. Just like farming is no 9-to-5 job, railroading out in the field is 24-7-364. CN employees are out in places like around Melville and Humboldt and Grand Prairie, Edmonton, Winnipeg, Swan River. Many come from farms and still help out back home, and others are neighbors. At the end of the day, they're all helping to get product to market in the middle of a pandemic. Workplace practices and protocols have turned on a dime, both across the grain supply chain and on the rails. CN has spent tens of millions of dollars on workplace modifications and increased cleaning protocols. These are unprecedented times, and the workforce at CN has responded. They are essential service personnel moving the economy. Is there anything in September that really sticks out as a significant event? Yes, there was a major mainline disruption in the Vancouver corridor on September 14th that had a significant impact on grain movement. A CP potash train derailed on CN track near Hope, BC. Part of a bridge was seriously damaged, and one of three spans needed to be replaced entirely. The mainline disruption lasted for four days and was especially critical considering that it was in the directional running zone down into Vancouver. Westbound and down into Vancouver, CN and CP run on CN track for approximately 166 miles, while eastbound, CN and CP run on CP track for approximately 160 miles. Effectively, this infrastructure is operated as a directional double track, increasing corridor capacity and fluidity relative to if CN and CP each ran bi-directionally on their own track infrastructure. That mainline disruption took the top off what CN could deliver for grain movement in September, and it resulted in a spike of pent-up demand that carried into grain weeks 8 and 9. That was a four-day disruption. Being able to achieve grain plan guidance on maximum end-to-end supply chain capacity on CN includes fluidity across all corridors and no mainline disruptions, among other things. All right, let's focus now on producer cars. For those listeners not familiar with what a producer car is, can you provide a bit of a background? Sure thing. Back in 1900, the Manitoba Grain Act included specific provisions concerning the abilities of producers to order their own boxcars for loading at grain platforms in Western Canada. The act was amended in 1902, and subsequent to that, a group of farmers in Sintaluda, Saskatchewan made formal complaints against Canadian Pacific Railway regarding its adherence to the provisions of the act. A formal case was brought to bear and tried by three magistrates who found in favour of the plaintiffs. Further amendments were made in 1903 regarding the allotment of cars. Today, grain shippers in Western Canada have the opportunity to order and load producer cars at locations on CN property across Alberta, the BC Peace River region, Saskatchewan, and Manitoba. CN works closely with the Canadian Grain Commission in order to manage car orders for producer car loading sites. Interested parties can refer to the CGC website concerning the producer car ordering process. 
Now, the proportion of overall grain movement in producer cars has declined considerably in the past five years, driven primarily by changes in the market. There were just under 16,000 carloads shipped back in 2013-14 and less than 3,000 in 2018-19. CN recently put together a document on safe operating practices overview for producer car loading sites, and that document is now available on the grain page on the CN website. Can you elaborate on CN's safety focus? Well, at CN, safety is a core value. That means that we work together to ensure everyone goes home safely. That extends to our own employees and our customers and supply chain partners' employees as well. We do everything we can to ensure our operations are safe and that cargo is handled with care and caution. Customers help keep CN moving safely by ensuring key safety elements are in place. The safety section on the CN website contains a customer-specific section that includes the CN Customer Safety Handbook and other relevant information about safe operating practices. This information is pertinent to producer car loading sites as well. In order for customers to take advantage of producer car loading sites, it's imperative that they are able to operate on-site in a safe manner consistent with CN operating practices along with applicable workplace health and safety regulations. Failure to follow these safety standards will result in a site no longer being made available for customers' use. What are some of the specific requirements for safe practices at producer car loading sites? I think it's important here again to note that safe operating practices apply to all individuals while on CN property. Employees, contractors and visitors, including customers. The CN Customer Safety Handbook describes the safety rules in place on CN property in detail. The use of specific personal protective equipment is required on CN property, including safety boots, reflective vests, hard hats, and safety glasses. Rail car loaders must also use fall protection equipment while working at a height, for example, on top of rail cars, which also requires specific training. Different versions of fall protection equipment are used across the grain handling industry, including ladder platform systems and articulated boom ladder systems. Just on that, what about other practices around tracks and equipment? Now, track clearance restrictions have been developed to protect the safety of people and equipment when moving rail cars. In general, all equipment, materials, or obstructions of any kind must be kept at a minimum of 15 feet from the nearest rail unless a CN representative has placed a block on train movements. This includes temporary piles of stock, refuse containers, parked vehicles, or other equipment, buildings, and obstructions. Machinery and equipment cannot be operated within 30 feet of a CN main track or siding without CN authority and protection. This applies to all types of equipment, including snow-clearing machinery. Customers are not permitted under any circumstances to move hopper cars once placed by CN on a producer car loading facility track. Within the railroad industry, blue flags are used by rail car maintenance personnel to indicate when they are working on or near rail equipment. When in use, the track is locked at both ends to prevent equipment from gaining access to that track. Customers, including producers, are also required to use blue flags to protect the tracks on which they are accessing to load rail cars. Thanks, David. Anything else you'd like to add? Well, all persons performing work on CN property must complete an e-rail safe course. Proof of completion must be made available upon request at the producer loading site. CN offers safety-related training at its Winnipeg training campus and encourages customers to participate. Accredited contractors also offer similar training. We expect that all individuals on CN property must be knowledgeable, trained certified, and in full control of their safety at all times. That doesn't just happen. Everyone needs to own it and take it seriously. Everyone needs to get home safely at the end of the day. Thank you for your time, David. And thanks for listening to Grain Insight, an update from CN.